Hey team, I'm Lindley Davis. And I'm Lauren Canterbury, and welcome to Let's Talk Jack. With around 2,000 employees and over three dozen locations spread out all across North America, we are here to make a large team feel more connected. We also want to share about the happenings at Jack Cooper with family, friends, and all those considering a career with us. And while we're at it, we hope to have a little fun along the way. So if you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to stay up to date on everything Jack Cooper. Now let's dive into the next episode. Hey team, welcome back to Let's Talk Jack. Some of you might know might not know, but January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Last year, we joined forces with an amazing organization known as Truckers Against Trafficking, or TAT. Through TAT, we are able to educate our workforce on ways to combat human trafficking. We're so thankful to be part of this amazing task force and thankful to have a returning guest, Laura Cyrus, the Senior Director of Industry Training Outreach at TAT. Laura, it is so good to see you and thank you for taking time to talk with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I'm pleased to be here and happy new year and happy new year to to all of you out there as well. Yes, happy new year. It's weird to say 2023, but I think I'm getting used to it. I for now. still I'm still writing 2022, so <laughs> probably too. probably me well too. for another couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, for those who are watching and didn't see our la- last episode with Laura and her teammate Brandy, um, please go back and watch it because there's so much information um, about the organization and about how you can be part of that, and um, we're happy to to share that with you. But today we wanted to talk specifically about human trafficking awareness awareness month which is this month in january so laura can you give us some more information about what tad is doing during this month for january um and during the human trafficking awareness month yeah absolutely it is um probably as you might imagine one of our busiest times as an organization Mm -hmm. just because um there really is a lot of national focus around the issue of human trafficking awareness and prevention and intervention um so we capitalize on all of that momentum and have partners from all over that are, um, you know, really trying to focus attention, trying to um, uh, re-engage training with drivers to do refreshers, to do new posters, to do just reminders and um, uh, communications that go out via social media or internal Mm -hmm. channels, just to really remind people that this is still an issue. Um, And January, you know, as it turns out, is the beginning of the year. So it's a great sort of kickoff for a lot of our new partners as well Mm -hmm. um, can just sort of start to push that snowball down the hill and and gain some momentum around this issue throughout the rest of the year. So January is very busy. I think our team is doing 30 plus events this month. Those are both virtual and in person. Um, One of the good things about COVID, I guess, is that everybody learned how to do (laughs) really successful virtual (laughs) events, which is, hey, it it allows us to to multiply ourselves because we're able Mm -hmm. to get to more do more events than we could physically get to all those locations. So that's a good thing. Um, But some of the things we're doing, we're participating in some transportation symposiums. We're participating in an anti-trafficking summit for um, attorney generals uh, across the nation. We're doing one of our coalition build meetings, which is where we're bringing together um, industry stakeholders, state trucking association, the highway patrol, local law enforcement, as well as the truck stop community um, around the Calexico, California area to do a half day training where we bring in uh, TAT, 
a representative as well as a survivor leader to share um, their story. We hear from a law enforcement panel, just a really great opportunity for all of those stakeholders, um, all of the folks that TAT works with to come together, not only get trained, but hear about what's going on locally and then how they can work together to close loopholes to traffickers. Because as we all know, it's not, we all have a role to play, but it's not just any one of us that's going to solve mm -hmm. this this entire thing, right? TAT mm -hmm. by itself is not going to end human trafficking. Law enforcement on its own is not going to end human trafficking. Mm -hmm. Trucking industry, same. So it's it's just continuing to build those relationships um, and help all of those different stakeholders find those ways to work together. So anyway, mm -hmm. we're doing one of our coalition build meetings. Um, we will also be at the Alabama Human Trafficking Summit in Montgomery, Alabama um, oh, wow. later in the month. And our Freedom Drivers Project exhibit will be there. So Brandy, who was on with me last time, she's our Freedom Drivers Project director. She will be down at this uh, big event in Montgomery with the trailer and exhibiting and just encouraging community members to come out and learn um, to be a part of the sessions that are there, but also to see those artifacts and to to read those stories of survivors um, and, and understand firsthand what um, what that might look like for survivors of human trafficking in our country. Um, and then lastly, just kind of more broadly, we're, we're really doing even more social media uh, promotion and campaigning throughout this month. Um, if you're not following us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, I think we might still have a Pinterest I don't know. We, we don't make sense on Pinterest. Yeah. Um, but follow us on any of those channels um, because we are, you know, even, even more awareness is, um, is building mm -hmm. this month. So um, yeah, it's, it's busy. It's a busy month. That's busy. Yeah. I mean, I know it feels small to, or, or like not small, a large event probably, but maybe like, how is this moving the needle? But it totally is just because awareness is everything and the success of, you know, eliminating human trafficking because bringing it into the light I think really causes um people to act on it when it's happened like you know behind we didn't know what was happening right we we yeah. weren't aware of it and you guys are doing a lot of great work you know doing that so that people can be more aware and, and help stop it too and I think the neat thing about having a, a month like obviously we want everybody to be intentional about human trafficking awareness and, and be looking for the red flags, right? All year long. Sure. But the, the neat thing is when there is sort of this momentum around a specific month, um, you know, maybe one of your drivers last year went through the training or has seen one of the podcasts and at the time, you know, thought, oh, I had never thought about that or that's mm -hmm. new information for me. And then we all know how it is. Life yeah. happens, work happens, and you don't necessarily have time to maybe focus your attention on something um, sure. super intensely, even if even if it is something that might be important to you. And so with Human Trafficking Awareness Month, we're sort of reshuffling it back to the top of mind, right? And so mm -hmm. there may be people who heard about this last year and you know, either didn't get engaged or didn't have the the mental bandwidth to really mm -hmm. <laughs> to get engaged yeah. in a way. Um, but now you're you're seeing this and you're remembering yeah. and you're remembering afresh to to be looking out for those red flags. Um, maybe there's bandwidth and time for you to do additional things. Could you write your local school transportation division, right? We I think mm -hmm. we might have mentioned this last time, but the um the school bus training yeah. that we have for mm -hmm. school bus drivers, almost 50% of American kids ride the school bus every day. Mm -hmm. Whether you have a kid that's riding the bus or not, doesn't matter. You can be a concerned citizen, yeah. write your local school district and say, are our school bus drivers trained to recognize this? Mm -hmm. If not, here is some information for some free training. You know, I'd love to love to see that our drivers are trained. Um, that's a great so idea. I'm gonna do that. I'm yeah. for our district. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. And, and I can, I'll send you the, um, I'll send you a link to that toolkit. So if you put it in your yeah. show notes or something, um, 
that'd be perfect can have it as a resource but um you know there's just there's opportunities to to go above and beyond and and we're not asking everybody doesn't need to do that the main thing again that i'd love your drivers to remember is just to look for those red flags anytime they see a minor that they believe may be engaged in commercial sex anytime they see someone that they believe may be under the control of a pimp regardless Mm -hmm. of the age or gender of that victim or the potential trafficker, um, right? Mm-hmm. Huge red flags, call those into the national hotline or call local law enforcement um, and just be willing to make that call. You don't have to be right. Um, you don't have to be the social worker. You are not the one that's there to have to walk through that um, situation hand in hand with that victim. Just make a phone call from the anonymity yeah. and safety of your cab. That's all we're yeah. asking. So yeah, amazing. That's great. Well, I know, uh, Laura, we spoke briefly on this on our last conversation. Uh, But can you explain to our viewers again what the Harriet Tubman Award is? Yes. Thank you so much for bringing that up. So um, our Harriet Tubman Award is our highest honor. It's the most prestigious award that we give as an organization. Um, And we attempt to give it every year to a truck driver, a bus driver, a truck stop employee, basically anybody that's boots on the ground that has made a call that has resulted in somebody being either uh, prevented from being trafficked or recovered out of trafficking. Mm -hmm. Um, It comes with a $2,500 cash prize and an all expenses paid trip for the winner and a guest to the Indy 500 at the end of May in Indianapolis. Um, (laughs) Our partners at Protective Insurance, um, they present the award and they have a beautiful gala awards celebration night Mm -hmm. um, where everybody gets really dressed up and it's, it's, It's gorgeous, honestly. Um, And we are able to bestow the award there, present it on stage and hear from our winners, hear about the story, um, you know, the situation that that they were able to see and help recover someone. Um, And it is just a a beautiful time. And then, of course, we get to go to the race, get to go to the Indy 500, which I had never been to. but it's pretty cool. Even if even (laughs) if you're not into like into racing or into cars, it is it's just a neat experience. It's, it's something like I've never experienced before. There's, I think over 300,000 attendees that go to that, that racetrack. Um, and it's anyway, it's a beautiful weekend for our winners. And we know that that's not why people make the call. You're, you're not making the call to win an award, but we love to hear those success stories. We love to know that there are people out there that are making the call, recovering people out of trafficking situations. And we want to elevate that and celebrate that. So um, just another plug in January, we are actively, again, sort of promoting that award and encouraging nominations for that award. So if you are a driver and you've ever made a call, um, or if you're not a driver and you've you've made a call, uh, please escalate that up to mm. the folks um, that need to hear it so that you could potentially be nominated. Um, mm. Because, you know, Again, some people like to remain anonymous and that's fine. You're not in it for awards. That's okay. But, but still share. If you make a call that, that you think may have recovered someone, um, we would love to celebrate that success story, even if you don't want to be nominated. So I think it's important too, because I think a lot of it's like, you know, I don't want to do this for a prize. I don't think anybody wants to do it for a prize, but it encourages people to share their experience because it helps us realize how else we can, like how else we can be helpful out in the field. So if it's like, Hey, I experienced this. Oh, um, next time I'm doing that, I'll be on the lookout in this situation. Like there's so much we can learn from it. And exactly. It's such an encouragement to others. I mean, I think really that's, that's the the thing that we're trying to tease out of that, the, 
that situation is Mm -hmm. we want to hear what you guys are seeing because Mm -hmm. then, you know, someone who may have seen something similar or who may see something similar in the future um, can exactly can draw from your experience and say, Oh my word. Like I, I remember somebody, you know, talking about this type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So it really is an encouragement to others in the industry to hear those stories. And it's an encouragement to us too. Yeah. That's great. Love to hear it. Absolutely. Well, um, since we last spoke, you know, we you touched on asking people to call in their stories, but you know, are there any success stories or new information that you that would be helpful to give more awareness to our drivers as they're out on the road? Yeah, absolutely. So we regularly are getting um, anonymous sort of. Um, high level cases from our partners at the human trafficking hotline. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't know the outcomes of these stories, but we have heard, right, truck drivers at um, at truck stops have called into the national hotline to report a potential trafficker who dropped off a minor and an adult victim. Um, mm-hmm. They were forcing them, it appeared, forcing them to engage in commercial sex. The driver noticed the potential trafficker frequently coming back to switch out potential victims. The truck mm-hmm. driver called 911 and the national hotline. Um, the hotline also called police um, and confirmed that officers would be dispatched to that location and also follow up with written reports um, to their law enforcement contacts. So I've got, I mean, I've got sort of a a series of those Mm -hmm. success stories that show drivers are calling in, right? We we remember truck stops are not the number one place this is happening. It's just one place where this is Mm -hmm. occurring, but you may be seeing this at hotels or motels. You may be seeing it at rest areas. You may be seeing it in your own community, driving down city streets. I mean, right. There are just so many opportunities for folks. Once you, once you understand the red flags, you understand that they could happen anywhere. Certainly Mm -hmm. as truck drivers, you all are in specific places where we know traffickers are exploiting their victims, but those are not the only places. They just are exploiting those victims because they know, unfortunately, there's a market for what they're selling. Mm -hmm. Um, But it goes beyond, you know, even your day job. It, it, mm-hmm. it really is. What can you as a community member continue to do to be looking out for this crime? Um, mm-hmm. And again, sort of just that ripple effect of um, obviously human trafficking is what we're talking about now. But what can we do to just insulate people in our communities from vulnerabilities? Mm-hmm. Can you take your, you know, gently used clothes to a clothing um, bank or you know, donate to the food kitchen, the soup kitchen or Mm -hmm. food bank, all of these things really do help. And, and I think are sort of upstream from people being trafficked because we have to remember traffickers are master manipulators. They're looking Mm -hmm. for vulnerabilities. They're looking for people on the margins. And so anything we can do to put a fire break between people who are experiencing vulnerabilities and those that want to exploit them, that's good. And so Mm -hmm. maybe that means, you know, food security or, you know, shelter, homeless shelters or drop-in programs for youth or big brothers, big sisters. Those are not necessarily anti-trafficking organizations, but anything that that you can do to help insulate people from, um, you know, having their vulnerabilities exploited by those traffickers, I think really is uh, preventative yeah. of, of trafficking We situations. help fill the need so they don't look elsewhere to exactly. someone else to fill exactly. it. That's, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I I always love talking to you, even if it's not on a podcast. But um, so I think it's great. I I know I think we brought this up on the last on the last time we met, but we actually had one of our drivers who intercepted a a young teenage girl who had run away from home and was regretting that decision. 
And so um, thankfully, you know, he he was the was the person that she reached out to instead of somebody else that yeah. would have taken advantage of her situation. And he was able to reunite her with her family, which was phenomenal and, and great. And so we, we love telling that story just because it's really, in our mind, a best case scenario because yes. she wasn't exposed to any of, of yes. what could have happened or worst case scenario. But that's where um, he was more aware of it because of the training he had received through yeah. chat. And, you know, maybe you would have just like brushed her off before or not because, you know, you you don't know what's happening. Right. You, don't, you just kind right. of want to stay in your own lane. I, I yeah. get that too. But the biggest message that we learned from the training and that we learned from from you and, and just from the organization itself is to not be afraid to make the call yep. and and to just when you see something with something that has red flags you you make that take the action to to step in um not not in you know get your put yourself in danger but to, right. to make a phone call to the hotline or local authorities and and that can really be life-changing life-saving yes. for somebody Absolutely. so that's that yeah. prevention. That's that prevention and mm -hmm. intervention piece, right? I mean, we don't provide victim services as an organization, but that's the best case scenario right there. Mm -hmm. Someone who doesn't mm -hmm. need victim services because mm -hmm. there was a concerned community member um, mm -hmm. that saw something, knew it wasn't quite right and had the understanding to say, well, I know if I don't insert myself in this situation in some capacity, it doesn't mean I have to go in and, you know, anyway, get super right. involved. But right. if I can insert myself into this situation, I know that somebody who's nefarious isn't mm -hmm. going to do that because I've right. taken action and I've made a call that has, you know, gotten this exactly. person back on the right track. So exactly. um, I, I love that story too. Thank you yeah. to that driver. And thank you to the drivers that are doing that anyway, mm -hmm. you know, but, mm -hmm. but those are the kind of stories we would love to hear. So mm -hmm. be sure to escalate yeah. those up. Yeah. Yeah. If you're watching and you haven't taken your TAT training, um, please contact your terminal manager or you can call Lauren or myself um, or anyone in HR. We'd love to get you connected so that you can get trained. And if you have any stories or, um, you know, instances where you did call or, you know, please let us know and tell us so that we can celebrate that and thank you and and give that information to Laura, too. Um, and uh, that way, you know, it just creates more awareness. So, uh, Laura, thank you so much for just joining us today. I really hope that this month is really successful for you guys and you're able to get through all of the events that you have planned. It's really exciting and, and we're grateful to bring some spotlight onto the the awareness of, of human trafficking and, and help people to be part of, of preventing it from happening. So thanks. Thank yeah, so thank you. And thanks to all your drivers out there. Keep up the great work. You are appreciated. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Right. Thanks for watching. Bye.